Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Talk about sports. I like it. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. The weekends in the ATL are busy, and there's always plenty of sports to talk about. Radio on the weekends. And that's what we're going to do. Hell yes, we are. This is the ATL Show, keeping you up to date on all the sports in Atlanta and beyond. Sports don't stop, even on the weekends. The ATL Show with Abe Gordon is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Now, here's Abe. Good afternoon, Atlanta. Welcome in. It is the ABTL Show live from the Kia Studios here on a lovely Saturday afternoon down here in the A-Town. And it, it has been a pretty nice uh, day out there. Take the do- I, I got three miles in this morning. First time in like a month I've been able to run without any calf pain. Uh, we'll, we'll see if that can continue, but uh, I am excited about the potential of returning to a little bit of running, uh, so happy about that. I uh, spent the morning at a U.S. Olympic marathon trials watch party, so we may have some more uh, of that discussion a little bit later in the show, but most recently, certainly enjoyed Mike and Jason with the Atlanta United call just now. A 1-1 draw against Memphis 901. Jamal Tiare with a late goal to uh, equalize after United gave things up uh, very early in the match. I actually missed, I won't lie, I missed the first goal from Memphis. I was a little late getting to the feed, and uh, it was already one nothing. I'm like, what happened? What happened? Uh, but but United does keep fighting uh, the through the rest of the first half. They, they fight with the starters. Into the second half, they fight with some of the second-teamers, academy players, uh, the twos. And, um, yeah, they they come out of it and fight for a draw. This comes on the heels of a 2-1 win against the Birmingham Legion. So, uh, Atlanta United, their preseason is off and running, as Mike mentioned, towards the end of the call. Three friendlies left, and then we kick things off against Columbus uh, in the regular season. That being said, this is not, with all due respects to Atlanta United, this is not. The post-game show. We are carrying the Abe TL show, and we've got a lot to talk about here because a lot of interesting – it's an interesting time in the world of sports. Obviously, we're we're like a dead zone weekend between the Super Bowl. I know we've got the Pro Bowl and the the Senior Bowl. I was watching the NHL All-Star game. College basketball, by the way, I mean, they couldn't have timed it better for a big weekend. We're going to talk about that when we go outside the perimeter in about 50 minutes. That's coming your way at 6 o'clock. Atlanta Hawks basketball, by the way, is what we're tossing to 
come 7 p.m. And and certainly they have, boy, they have entered some discussions of interest. Uh, obviously, the all-star situation in regards to Trey Young, we're going to talk about that next segment because I have some thoughts and, and I want to be very clear with them. So I don't want to rush them out right now. Uh, Trey Young was snubbed for the All-Star game. It, it may not be for the reason you think, and I understand your arguments against, and if you want to make them, feel free to do so. Uh, we may take a couple phone calls, but certainly on Twitter, at Abe Gordon, you can follow me there. I think Trey Young was snubbed. I'll explain to you why in the next segment, but, but just know that I do think he was snubbed as an All-Star starter. Uh, the other aspect, which which – for a while, it looked like this Trey Young storyline was going to steal a little bit. Is that the Hawks are actually playing some pretty good ball against some pretty good teams? Now, again, we're leading up to a Hawks game tonight against the Golden State Warriors. I, I want to be open and honest about this. Coming off a of back to back, if they do happen to lose tonight, I I'm not going to overreact. Uh, I'm not going to say that this three game run that they've been on was all for naught. I, I, I think it's okay. I think you have to look at some of these things realistically. And the three-game run that they've been on, two of them against very good opponents. And I know Anthony Davis missed the game, but LeBron didn't. And they wore him out. Uh, and certainly last night was an outstanding win. Um, I'm not going to say it was like the best win of the season. I think there there are some discussions to be had, right? We beat uh, Houston a, a couple of weeks ago or, or towards the start of the season. Uh, we beat Oklahoma City. I, I think there are some um, discussions there. But, man, like like Kevin Durant was at his KD best last night. And you went toe-to-toe. You've got DeJounte Murray's dropped 20 points or more in, what, eight straight games. I, I, I don't know if that's a career high for him, but that's certainly a streak. And, and I mean, come on. Trey Young took it personally. There, there's no denying it. And, and the great thing about it, for me last night is that it was like vintage Trey. What I mean by that was, yes, he was hitting the logo threes, 15 assists. And I actually think he was past first last night, to be honest. I think there's a couple times where he had an opportunity to take a deep three and found someone streaking in the paint for a dunk or a layup. 15 assists, but I will say this. It didn't feel like he was taking bad shots. And sometimes I will get on Trey, and certainly you'll see Steve Holman hear it. Uh, you can get that heat check thing going on, and it's a bad shot. It's early in a shot clock. It's forced. I didn't feel that way last night. I'm not saying every single attempt was a smart one. I'm just saying it didn't feel like things were forced or rushed or ill-conceived. And um, when Trey's motivated like he was last night, and he goes for 32-15, and 15, and, and I, I'm stealing this off of Twitter. Uh, I, it may have been in a response to one of John Fricky's tweets, but there were two All-Stars in last night's game. If you watched last night's game, and I mean actual All-Stars, now we're getting away from traders for a moment. There are two actual All-Stars in last night's game. Both were on the Phoenix Suns, right? If you watched last night's game and you said, tell me who the two All-Stars are, it was KD, and it would have been Trey. And I think that's a fair point to make. So we're going to dive into the Atlanta Hawks quite a bit here. Uh, again, Atlanta United, 1-1 draw. The other news for United is that the European transfer window is closed. So Tiago Almada uh, is going to remain with United at least through the summer after that window 
closes. All right, I got a couple more headlines. We're going to get to that in just the uh, in just a couple minutes. I do have to hit a break. I know we're a little weird on time coming off of the Atlanta United broadcast, so I got to hit a break here. We'll finish out the headlines, and then Trey Young was snubbed. Uh, I'm going to tell you why I think so. If you want to counter, that's fine. Please do so, certainly on Twitter, at Abe Gordon. But uh, maybe we can get a call or two in here as well, 404 726 0929. That's what's coming up here in about five minutes. It is the Abe TL Show, live from the Kia Studios. I'm your host, Abe Gordon. We are off and running on a Saturday afternoon on 92.9, the game and the Odyssey app. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Back to Abe Gordon with the Abe TL Show. Believe it. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back in, 92.9 The Game. It is the Abe TL Show. A little different feel today than to last week's show. We had a four-and-a-half-hour marathon last week. It's just like two hours, and I got all this stuff to talk about. Feels like I'm rushing to get it all in, but we will make sure we uh, devote each segment its proper due and proper time. Going to get into Trey Young here in just a moment on the Abe TL Show. First off, I want to thank... My man Dom Chorosky here for sitting in with us today. You might hear from him time to time as we get through the next hour and 40 of the ABTL Show. I'm your host, Abe Gordon, coming to you live from the Kia Studios. You can hit me up on Twitter at Abe Gordon or something I says irks you or you want to agree with it. Uh, as always, the phone lines are open, 404-726-0929. In about 20 minutes, I want to talk about Raheem Morris's introductory press conference and uh, if you hadn't heard, Raheem is going to be introduced officially to the media on Monday in a 2 o'clock press conference. And the cool thing about that is we're going to have Duke Simbel down there after the press conference at 4.40 on Monday afternoon. Not only is Raheem Morris going to sit down with Dukes and Bell, but Terry Fontenot as well. So in about 20 minutes, 
what I want to hear from Raheem Morris and what I want to hear from Terry Fontenot. Uh, later in the show, we will go outside the perimeter, as always, uh, to start our final hour. And then at 6.20, the Big Ten and the SEC are forming a partnership. What is that all about? Uh, look, for all the people with the grandiose ideas, John Fricky, uh, about what this means for the future of college football, I-, I say give it a little bit of time, take a breath. If it needs to be this step to result in the end of the NCAA, it will be. But if it doesn't, then it won't be. And so we're going to dive into what I think the goals and plans are for the SEC and Big Ten uh, in the next hour. But first, I do want to finish some of the headlines and get back into the Trey Young discussion. Just two quick headlines uh, for right now. Terrence Mathis, if you hadn't noticed, hadn't heard, the former Atlanta Falcons receiver named as the new head coach at Morehouse. Pretty good news. And uh, I believe we will be attempting to get Terrence Mathis on the station uh, in due time. So keep an ear and an eye out for that. And then also the Senior Bowl going on today. And Lad McConkey and Javon Bullard absolutely killed it throughout the course of the practice week. They were uh, winners of positional awards based off of practice. So that's what you have right there in regards to the Senior Bowl. All right, so here's my stance. There's nothing you can say to get me to change that. I believe that Trey Young was snubbed as an all-star player. And I will say it this way. You can feel free to disagree. Feel free to say, and look, I understand the arguments against Trey being an all-star. I disagree with them, but that's not even why I think he was snubbed, okay? Look, I could come out here and say 27 points, 10.9 assists per game should be enough to get you in. That's 11th best in scoring, second best in the league in assist. Like, that should get you in on its own. The issue for me, though, is not about what Trey is doing on the court, points and assists rebounds and steals. It's not about the Hawks not winning enough games to get the recognition. It's not about the storylines or any of that stuff. For me, the biggest reason that Trey Young was an all-star snub was that he finished second in fan voting. And this is a game for the fans. Do not get it twisted. And and again, it's not whether he should be in over Brunson, Mitchell, or Maxey. Look, I'm not trying to tear down or cut down another player's season. I'm just saying that the fans suggested via the vote they wanted him in, and he was denied that right for whatever reason, some sort of politics. And we're going to get to what LeBron James said about this in just a moment because LeBron had some thoughts in regards to Trey Young. And it's something I actually didn't see until a couple of minutes ago uh, it, it was uh, tweeted back out by Allison Mastrangelo, WSB. So I appreciate her uh, helping me catch up on some stuff I missed. It was late. It happened late last night, and I missed it. And so, uh, you know, what are you going to do? So a, a couple of things here. Uh, again, this is about the fans. And he was voted in by the fans. He finished second in fan vote, but six in the player vote and six in the media vote. So he was not named a starter. And look, I'm not arguing that he should have been a starter. That's understandable, I I guess. I mean, he should have because the fans said so. But uh, to miss the team entirely and now to rely 
on injury replacements is pretty wild for, for a guy who's been doing what he's doing. And there's a couple questions to ask, right? Like, is the reason Trey wasn't named to the All-Star team because the Hawks aren't a better team? Is it because they don't have a better record and you could argue that what he's doing isn't directly helping the team win games? Uh, look, I disagree with that. I get the team's not very good. They would be much worse without Trey Young. Uh, I, I think we saw that last night in, in an impressive home court win over the Phoenix Suns. Um, you know, but the other aspect of this, which I think does have some credence, and that's probably why he was voted six among the players and six among the media, is he viewed negatively by those groups? And if so, why? Now, from the media's perspective, a lot of people like Lloyd Pierce and a lot of people like Nate McMillan, are they blaming Trey Young for their firings? And look, I don't know the whole background behind it, but I think it's a fair question to ask. Did Trey Young get well-liked coaches fired? If you hold that against him, you should lose your vote. I I'm sorry. But, like, it shouldn't be about your personal bias. That's part of the issue. Is he not liked by other players around the league? I think you could make that argument, but then again, what LeBron said maybe begs to differ. And LeBron was up late. Well, I see it's late here. It may have been like, I don't know if the Lakers were like Pacific time, so maybe yeah. it wasn't that late. I don't want to say LeBron's like got insomnia and just middle of the night tweeting. <laughs> middle of the night tweeting about Trey Young. But he responded to a tweet late last night and said, uh, you know what, actually this, what's today's date? Yeah, yeah, last night. I don't know what today's date is, but yeah, last night. Uh, and there was a tweet about Trey, Trey's 27 points, assists per game, blah, blah, blah. It's crazy what he's doing as a 6'1 guard. Um, why is he disrespected? And LeBron quote tweeted it or replied to it and said, and now I'm reading directly from the tweet of LeBron James, in all caps, he said, agreed. With one, two, three exclamation points. And then in non-caps, he says, I'm not quite understanding this because it can't be about wins and losses because cats have definitely gotten in with way nastier records in the past. He'd be cooking every night. Stop it. He's an all-star for sure. Something is real fishy. And it's actually a fish emoji. I was uh, going to say he used the fish emoji, with didn't an he? E. I I, LeBron James, I just his know. emoji game's been on point recently. <laughs> yes. Let's not take away from it. But 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 he here's the emojis. thing: like LeBron James is unquestionably like the leader of the players, if you will. And if LeBron James is defending Trey's performance and going, by the way, he didn't have to respond to this. He didn't have to. If he ignores it entirely, it is just other people shouting about Trey. The fact that he comes to the obvious defense of Trey means that I don't think he views Trey Young the way a lot of people are portraying Trey to be viewed by other players. If LeBron James is going out of his way to defend Trey and say, this guy is killing it, he should be an all-star, then I don't believe the entirety of the league is like, man, he's just a stat head, and it's all, it's all empty numbers. Like, no. LeBron went out of his way to defend this dude. Now, Maybe he wants him on the team in a couple of years, and that's part of it. I don't know. But I'm just saying, I don't think it's something you ignore entirely.
and, and so we've got that. Now, the other aspect of this is that Trace could still be uh, an all-star. And in the Eastern Conference, uh, obviously, you have room for injury replacements. And you're going to have at least one injury replacement, potentially two, and who knows if more uh, come to light. Julius Randle, with his shoulder dislocation, he's not going to be in the All-Star game. He, he's just simply not. So there's one, and, and then we're waiting to see what's going on with Joel Embiid. Obviously, there's some plan with the meniscus in his knee. They're debating between rest and recovery and a an actual procedure. I'm not sure either method would have him in the All-Star game. And we do have some other news, but I don't know. Zach Levine's not an All-Star, is he? No, he's so Zach Levine's yeah. not an all-star, but he he's going to be season-ending surgery. But I, I thought maybe I didn't look up the whole team. I just looked up the guard, so I yeah, figured nah. not. Um, so you're going to have two injury replacements, most likely, Embiid and Randall. Look, the injury replacements are decided by the commissioner Adam Silver. Is it a situation where they go, all right? Embiid's a big guy. We got to take a bid. Randall, maybe a little more wild cardy. Maybe that's the spot that they decide. Trey Young possibly could be tasked with filling now. Here's the other aspect of this. It was reported that a couple years ago, Trey Young was snubbed from the All-Star game and was offered a spot and declined. Um, but Trey Young did address this last night, and he was asked post-game after a big win, uh, if he was chosen, would he accept? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I would just because I just, I got, I'm not, I know I'm not representing just myself, and instead of being selfish and being like a towards it uh i'm gonna be honest and, i mean i could but I, I know i'm not representing just myself and i'm not I, I ain't even got offered yet so who knows if they will offer me uh that's how funny it is but um if i do i know i wouldn't be just representing just myself so i would go um but want to get the invite of course first so a couple things jump out to me about that. The first one being that it, the the very obvious one, if he is invited, he said he will play. I I think that's good. I I, I think it's important for for Trey. Uh, you know, they're they're. I'm not to be like look at his Wikipedia page, but like he's been an All Star twice. Like start to rack him up. Like don't turn down All Star games. Three time All Star, four time All Star, seven time All. Like start to rack him up. I think that's important. For, for your resume just in general. Uh, but also, I, I think it is, uh, uh, and this is something we've talked about, I've talked about at least all season long. It's a different Trey Young. There's a level of maturity that he is displaying now under Quinn Snyder that he has not displayed previously in his career. And it's really refreshing to see him grow as a man. Um, and he probably heard a little bit of, uh, of the noise uh, a couple years ago when he turned reportedly turned it down that people were disappointed they didn't get to see him and that he's understood that fans voted him in fans want to see him a and he is representing the city of Atlanta in that manner a and the idea that he came out and said not only would I accept it but it's it's not because I feel spurned or whatever it's because I know I'm representing more than myself uh that 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 includes all of his teammates, which is one of the reasons he's in the discussion, right? He didn't get 15 assists by passing it to thin air. 
Guys are hitting shots. That's helping him get to the assist totals that he's getting to, helping him put up numbers, stuff like that. He does it for his fans as well, certainly, but his teammates. He does it for Quinn Snyder, the difference maybe he's made, uh, and, and all that. It, 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 it's just like it's a small comment that maybe gets overlooked by some, but to me it is a sign of maturity and growth in Trey Young that gets me excited for what's going on. Also, what got me excited was his motivation last night. I mean, he was ripping steals, 15 assists, as we mentioned, 32 points. Uh, just an outstanding performance in a, a third straight win for the Atlanta Hawks. So some good stuff there. We're going to dive back into the Hawks in our final hour as we lead towards their game against Golden State. Again, we're taking you all the way to 7 o'clock before we hand things off to the Atlanta Hawks pregame show right here on 92.9 The Game. This is the ABTL show. When we come back in about five minutes, what I want to hear from Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot. There's a press conference and a group of interviews on Monday. The Falcons have a new path forward. Let's find out together what it is. What are we looking to hear them say on Monday? That's what's coming up next. It is the ABTL Show with your host here, Abe Gordon, coming to you live from the Kia Studios on Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey app. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
This is the Abe TL with Abe Gordon. Any more questions? On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Welcome back in 92.9 The Game. It is the Abe TL Show live from the Kia Studios here. As afternoon turns to evening across our beautiful city of Atlanta, Georgia. Welcome in, taking you to 7 o'clock where we hand things off to the Atlanta Hawks uh, on the Atlanta Hawks radio network here, 92.9 The Game. Uh, Again, the Abe TL Show. I'm your host, Abe Gordon. Follow me on Twitter at Abe Gordon where I just posted a tweet that states... Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot are speaking on Monday. What are you hoping to hear them say? And, and for those of you, look, it's been a. It feels like Raheem Morris was hired three weeks ago. Like it, it, I, I know that's not like all here. Certainly, it's been like the wild news cycle just across the NFL. But it's been a while, and we're finally getting. Raheem Moore, look, he's a I think part of it was they wanted to put together a staff before they introduce him so we can all have a vision moving forward and all that stuff. So uh, they are finally going to introduce, they being the Atlanta Falcons, Raheem Morris on Monday. Of course, Dukes and Bell are going to be broadcasting live in, uh, at 440. Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris are going to be joining Dukes and Bell for an interview. So you got the press conference at 2, but you've also got the interview with Coach Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot, the GM of the Atlanta Falcons, with Dukes and Bell at 440. And I'm very, very interested to hear both uh, of those media sessions. And, and so the question is, like, what am I looking to hear? And, and obviously there's some things they might say, and there are obviously things they're not going to tell you. And I think that's fair. Like, we're going to keep it realistic. But, but shoot me a tweet. If there's something specific you want to hear, or feel free to uh, get on the phone lines, 404-726-0929. You can get on the phones and tell me what you're hoping to hear Fontenot and Coach Raheem Morris say when they are speaking at some point on Monday. Here's my list of things that I'm interested in from the pair of them. And the first one is, what is the plan at quarterback? And look... I know they're not going to tell us we're going after X or we're going to limit our options to this, okay? I'm not looking for a name. I'm not looking for a method, whether it's draft or free agency. They're not even going to tell us if we want a young guy or an old guy. Here, though, is what I want to hear one of them say. We are going to be aggressive. And we are going to go get our guy almost with reckless regard to the cost of it. With reckless abandon. With Just- reckless abandon. With no regard for future compensation. I want them to tell me right, straightforward, we are going to be aggressive and we are going to go get our guy almost no matter the cost. Almost. I- obviously... There is some concern for for what it might cost you to trade up or to trade for a quarterback or what a free agent might cost, et cetera, et cetera. I want a defined plan of we're gonna we're gonna isolate one or two guys and we're gonna find a way to go get them. Again, they don't have to tell me who it is or how it comes to the team, 
But the the one thing I, I, I can't settle down for is like, we're going to play out the process and see where it lands and this and that. And look, we, we've got a number of good options here and a number of good op- No, you need to be aggressive and go target someone and go get them. Find a way to get that done. And that's one thing is give me belief that we're going to get the quarterback decision right. Because, and look, down the road, who knows how it plays out. Like, at no point did the Niners think they're going to be getting like a Super Bowl MVP with the the seventh round. Like, like we understand that. But I don't want to be sitting here trying to justify to myself, trying to justify to all you listeners out there, why some guy picked at the top of the second round is the right guy. Like, I, I don't want to try and fight for that. Because I don't believe, and I probably won't, to be honest, because I probably won't believe it. Like, 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 I can't sit here and tell you I believe, and I don't know what the heck Jim Harbaugh's blurring about. J.J. McCarthy's not QB1. Calm down, you psycho. Not even a first-round quarterback. He might be a first-round quarterback. Teams will get desperate. There's a lot of teams that want sure, quarterback. Someone Someone's going to trade back maybe. in. There is big value. I will say this. There's a lot of value in trading back into the first round Absolutely. to get a quarterback because you have fifth-year option stuff yep. and whatever. But, like, I don't want to try and sit here and justify J.J. McCarthy as, like, a quarterback I have immediate faith in when he threw for, like, a buck 38 in a semifinal game. Like, like I, I just don't want to make that argument. Nor do I want to make that argument for Bo Nix or Michael Pratt or even Michael Penix, who couldn't do nan thing against Michigan. Like, I, I just don't want to sit here and make those arguments. So here's what I want to hear Fontenot and Reem Moore say. We're going to be aggressive. We're going to go get our guy and then follow up on the action. Now, obviously, we won't know if they actually follow up or we – look, the Washington Commanders are out there saying we got our guy. I, I mean, just because you say we got our guy doesn't mean that was actually your guy. We know darn well Dan Quinn wasn't their guy. Yeah. So, like, but but at least give me the belief that that's going to happen. So that's one thing that I want to say. I, again, I don't care if it's Fields, Cousins, trading up in the draft, whatever the plan is, be aggressive. You, you can't be passive there. The other thing that's really interesting to me, I, I want to hear Raheem Morris lay it out, is who's calling the plays on defense? We hired a defensive coordinator, Jimmy Lake, who's been in that role before, certainly been a head coach before. But we also know Raheem Morris is certainly justified as a play caller defensively, and he's done a great job in his regime, in his career. So just just kind of lay out the duties a little bit. Is Raheem Morris going to be more of the CEO type of head coach where he's got a hand on the offense because he's been on the offensive side of the ball. He's got a hand on the defense because he's certainly qualified on the defensive side of the ball. But he's going to let his coordinators do the work? Or is he going to be the one calling the defense? Uh, Look, I don't have a problem either way. I don't have a lean either way. I just want them to clarify and be clear about what the plan is. That's all. Whatever it is is cool with me. You go do your thing, coach. But I do want to know. So when week one comes, I can blame someone. Who am I blaming? You know what I mean? You got to exactly. have someone to blame. Yeah. Uh, but seriously, I do want to know like what the plan is there. Is he calling the play? Because I haven't seen any clarity on that. I haven't seen any reports in regards to that. So that's another thing I, I want to hear from the press conference on Monday. Uh, again, it's the ABTL show live from the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. I'm your host, Abe Gordon. And I'm talking about what I want to hear on Monday from Coach Raheem Morris and GM Terry Fontenot. Again, a 2 p.m. press conference, and then they're going to join Dukes and Bell live in person at 440. So 
Look, I, I want to hear the quarterback plan. I want them to announce it, that they're going to be aggressive. I, I want to hear who's calling the defense, Raheem Morris or Jimmy Lake. Uh, another thing is, what is the vision for the offense that Raheem Morris is trying to build? Now, we understand it's going to be Zach Robinson as the offensive coordinator. He's going to be the play caller. Like it, to, to an extent, it is going to be his offense, okay? We understand that. But the vision is also going to come from Raheem Morris. And, and so, a couple of things. What sort of schemes are we looking at? How big of an adjustment from what we saw under Arthur Smith? Because a lot of people don't think it's going to be a massive adjustment. A lot of people think that the scheme they ran in the past can work. But the play calling, the quarterback play, uh, different aspects of it need to be better. Now, the other thing is, I want to hear specifically how he intends to use Bajan Robinson and Tyler Algier. I think there were some issues. I think a lot of fans had issues with how that worked itself out with Arthur Smith. Um, certainly through a middle part of the season where four weeks in, Bajan looked like rookie of the year, and then, like, where is this guy? What is he doing? He had one touch. What's happening there? I don't care if he's got a headache or not. Um, look, the questions are going to be asked. How are you getting Kyle Pitts involved? This guy's too good. He was the number four overall pick, and, and with the exception of the year, his rookie year where Matt Ryan was quarterback and he was used properly, like, what are we doing? What's happening here? And, and, and so I think Kyle Pitts, I think there needs to be a plan to get him involved. And then the same thing, by the way, for Drake London. I think Drake London is a better receiver than he's been given an opportunity to be. Whether that is coaching and play calling, or I, I think it's fair to also say that is quarterback play. So I'm really interested to see what they feel the vision is for the offense, how they're going to use both running backs, how they're going to use their elite wide receiver, and elite tight end. And I do think that both of those guys can be elite. The difference is Drake has to be used in a certain way. He, he is not the speedster burner beating everyone deep. So you've got to use him the right way. But I'll tell you what, I, we, we had a game this year. Drake went what, uh, uh, 10 catches and 170 yards or whatever the numbers were. Uh, find a way. like Find a way for that to be a little bit more of the norm instead of the exception. I do believe he can do that. Look, this team's had an issue at pass rusher, and that is one of the biggest challenges. And Raheem Morris, as a defensive guy, look, he's going to talk about Jesse Bates and A.J. Terrell, some of the defense, stuff like that. you got to find a way to get a pass rusher. And, and again, they're not going to detail the plan. You don't tell me, well, we're not taking a quarterback in the first round, so we're going to take pass rusher at eight. Like, we, we don't need the exact. But a little bit of a hint of what can work and can't work. And the final thing is, are we looking to upgrade the offensive line? A lot of people think, right? I saw a report today that Drew Dahlman improved over the course of the year. I mean, okay. Like, I, I, I if, if you ask me a specific, I think Matthew Bergeron did an outstanding job, but if I'm looking for an upgrade along the offensive line, you could start with center. Uh, we saw with Jason Kelsey and Ryan Jensen and, and a number of centers across the league mean to their team. We saw what uh, having a good center here, meant when you had Alex Mack. And so uh, that that would be a place of interest, uh, depending on how the first round plays out, do, do you possibly use a second-round pick there? Now, that's a little bit of a mixture between Fontenot and Raheem Morris. There are some things I specifically want to hear from Terry Fontenot, one of them being extension for A.J. Terrell, extension for Kyle Pitts. And I know he can't speak directly on that, 
But whatever you can give us to make me believe that it's either being worked towards or considered something. Uh, and I understand how limited he is and how he can speak about that. But, uh, I mean, we've also got the Lions GM out there saying we're working on an extension with Jared Goff. We've got the Dolphins talking about working on an extension for Tua. We've got guys who are clearly wanted by their current team talking about we're, we're talking we're working towards an extension. You don't have to tell me you're close. Don't have to tell me you're far. Just, just give me something. Are you working towards an extension with A.J. Terrell? I, I, I know a lot of people don't like A.J. Terrell. They've called him Desmond Trufant 2.0. Uh, look, you you move on from A.J. Terrell at your own risk because, uh, one, I think he's a lot better than people have given credit for. Is he the guy that early on in his career, the numbers were a little bit misleading in terms of how good he was? Totally understand that. I, I understand that. But we've also seen what not having that dude out there means for your off for your defense. I, I want that dude out there. I think he's an outstanding corner, and uh, I, I think you'd be making a mistake moving on from him because you already got to find a second guy. And also, like, corner is not an easy position to find. Like, finding a corner of well, his level. It's also level. just more and more the game has been, like, set up to, like, screw over the corner. Yeah, a little. Like, so, like, yeah. when you have a good one, you hold on to him. Yeah, and look, I- I'm not sitting here telling you he's the best corner in the league. No, but no. But he is a pretty darn good corner uh, that I would trust to to, to be a, a major staple on my defense. So, a couple of things that I want to hear. Again, if you want to tweet at me and tell me what you want to hear, please do so, uh, at Abe Gordon, because I'm really interested to see exactly what goes down on Monday. Certainly, I know Duke Sabell will be on top of it when they speak with both Raheem Morris and Terry Fontenot uh, on Monday afternoon. But but the biggest one for me, really like the two biggest ones for me, specifically, what's the plan at quarterback? Tell me you're going to be aggressive. And, and just clear up who's calling the defense. That's all. And not too much to ask for. So that's what I'm hoping to hear from Terry Fontenot and Raheem Morris on Monday. Again, uh, let me know what you want to hear specifically. Uh, what are you looking to hear them say? Uh, send a tweet at Abe Gordon. Uh, or at 92.9 The Game as well. All right, we are closing out our first hour. We have one hour left, and it is time when we get back to go outside the perimeter. That is the part of the show, every show, where I talk about some of the top national sports stories, headlines, and topics. Also going to discuss the SEC and the Big Ten forming a partnership before we hand things off to the Atlanta Hawks pregame show as well. That's what's coming up next in our next hour, the 6 p.m. hour, right here on the ABTL Show. 92.9 The Game and the Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.